Hola, pantalones. Welcome to another episode of That One Movie Podcast, also known as Tomp, the weekly show in which we discuss movies, games, and TV shows in addition to kind of whatever. Holden's got a bag of Blue Ranch Doritos today. Blue Ranch? Blue Ranch. Cold, cool, <laughs> cool Ranch Doritos in a blue bag, also known as the the lesser, the inferior flavor of Doritos. No! Cool Ranch Doritos are the best flavor of Doritos. That is what? incorrect. I want you guys to type in the comments. Um, rate the Doritos flavors, all of them. The com- what comments? <laughs> Email us. <laughs> at Tom Email Podcast. us. We want a tier list. All right. Uh, I'm your host, Jimmy Uthie, joined by my co-host, Holden Sutter. Yep. Eating these Blue Ranch Doritos. <laughs> We've got a great show for you this week featuring our non-spoiler and spoiler reviews of Joker. That one movie podcast. Before we get into our review, Holden Sutter, got the Toms, if you've ever heard of this game. I haven't. Oh, in that case, Tom's is a rapid-fire game in which we rate the news from this week in the world of entertainment on a scale of three famous Tom's. Bombadil is the lowest, Brokaw's the highest, and Bertrand's the middle one. I I continue to butcher this (laughs) intro of that. I was so good at it. I don't know what happened. Man, you're losing your mojo. Maybe this is a sign we should stop. Yeah, it's uh, it's like Austin Powers 2 or whatever when he loses his mojo. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Have you seen those movies? It's in the first one. I think it's the second one. Mm. But he had his mojo all all along. (laughs) That's actually how it ends. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, let's get started. Not a lot of news this week since we were a little late last week, and it was news-heavy last week. Uh, So mainly just a lot of Martin Scorsese stuff today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Did you hear? He threw some shade at Mm -hmm. the MCU. He told uh, Empire about his feelings toward the Marvel films. I don't see them. I tried, you know, uh, but that's not cinema. Honestly, the closest I can think of them as well as ma- as well made as they are with actors doing the very best they can under the circumstances is theme parks. It isn't the cinema of human beings trying to convey emotional, psychological experiences to another human being, end quote. Yeah, that's kind of stupid. Here? <laughs> Eating of those Doritos may be the most distracting, annoying <laughs> thing you've ever eaten on this podcast. Don't worry, I'm almost I out. I apologize if you couldn't even hear what I just said. Uh, Jimmy will turn down the audio, don't worry. No, I won't. <laughs> Hold on. You, you act like I actually put time into editing this thing, okay? I just mm. try to make sure there aren't any egregious errors in it. Mm-hmm. Well... Actually, you know, since you never listened to it, I should just put it just my audio. <laughs> and then you don't even say anything. No. <laughs> or, I, or I fill in your audio and go, Hi, I'm a Horton. Oh, yeah, my hiney. I fell on my hiney. My hiney, Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> um, Martin Scorsese, those comments are dumb. You hack filmmaker. (laughs) Why don't you try making a goddamn Ant-Man and the Wasp for once in your life? (laughs) Um, Anyway, yeah, so a couple other celebrities who are in the MCU responded to it. Finish your Doritos already. Just... Keep going. I'm almost dumb. 
Samuel L. Jackson responded via Variety saying, I mean, that's like saying Bugs Bunny ain't funny. Films are films. Everybody doesn't like his stuff either. Everybody's got an opinion, so I mean, it's okay. Ain't going to stop nobody from making movies. Mm-hmm. I that's agree. That's certainly true. It is certainly true. I agree. Samuel, Samuel. L. Jackson, I concur with that. That was really a, it's a nice neutral stance too, you know. Samuel L. Jackson is a very aggressive person <clears throat> in a lot of ways. I mean, I love him, but he's not very shy about his opinion. But, you know, he's like him. He's like the balance, you know. Mm -hmm. Just as like his lightsaber is purple, balance between light side and dark side. Mm -hmm. Another insightful comment from Master Windu. Uh, James Gunn also chimed in, stating how he loves Scorsese's movies, but is saddened that the film that the director won't give MCU films, which some of them are his, like a fair chance. Yeah, I think that is kind of unfair. I mean, like I don't think I personally don't think any of them are as good as like King of Comedy or anything. Goodfellas. I haven't seen Goodfellas. Wolf so. of Wall Street. Sure, but like Silence. Some of them. Of the no lambs. one saw Silence. <laughs> but anyway, silence um, to uh, silence your cell phones. <laughs> silencer. Silencer. <laughs> um, it's but a like, fan. it's a hitman film. <laughs> it's unfair that he he's just like writing all of these Marvel movies off as like dumb because I mean a lot of them are dumb, but a lot of them are pretty good. But like so. if you've seen like Iron Man or like Captain America: The First Avenger, and you just come up with your like conclusion about all of them. Like, how can you make a conclusion about all of them if you haven't seen most yeah. of them? Although Iron Man 1 is great, so... It's decent. It's great. It was great for the time, I would say. It's an 8 out of 10 movie. Yeah, 8 out of 10. Yeah! <laughs> I don't know why you don't... <laughs> <laughs> I have a skewed rating system. <laughs> you do. It doesn't make any sense. You know what? <laughs> There's a lot of compression between 6 and 8. <laughs> And then <laughs> above 8 to 10, there's a lot of compression, too. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Don't worry about it. <laughs> 8 out of 10 for me is, like, solid, great, not great, not great. Don't go <laughs> I'm doing it again where I'm arguing a great argument for my op opposition, just as I did last week with the whole... Uh, I just let him do it for rated me. Rated R Venom thing. <laughs> I was like, Venom was rated R, and it did well at the box office. They listen, like, everyone here listened to the last episode. They know. I know. Well, they did, because everybody at this point, because um, if they were a new listener and came in, they were eating Doritos. They're certainly <laughs> gone by now. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Olden. <laughs> anyway, Martin Scorsese, you're a good filmmaker. Not the, not the uh, wisest man in the room, I guess. Him and Steven Spielberg. What are you doing? Catch a bunch of old guys. And George yeah. Lucas. Yeah. Get out of here, George. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give this a Bombadil. Now I'm going to give it a Bombadil as well. Scorsese. A two thumbs down Bombadil. Yeah. Scorsese. First. Hey, Scorsese, why don't you try making a good movie, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Bob Iger, Robert Allen Iger, revealed in an interview with Jimmy Kimmel that a phone call with Tom Holland helped convince him to strike a deal with Sony to keep Spider-Man in the MCU. He said Holland was very emotional. He joked that he cried, but Jimmy Kimmel was like, really? And he's like, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but he did get very emotional, and he kind of said what it meant to him and what it means to the fans, and Bob was like, you know what? 
I gotta get this done. Now oh, I'm good. I'm guessing he's embellishing the story a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's got that little Disney touch on it. Yeah. Um. But a, I, I bet Tom Holland actually like threw a fit, came into the office, and then well, threw a fit. yeah, it was interesting because Tom Holland contacted people who kind of work around Bob Iger because it's like naturally if you're the ceo of a huge company you don't want to be like just easily accessible by anybody yeah but tom holland's like hey can i get bob Iger's phone number can i have a chat with him because like i want to talk to him about the spider-man thing and his secretary's like i don't know but robert allen's like no no it's okay i want to i want to talk to him so they had the chat over the phone got really emotional and good for tom holland for a standing up for taking the initiative for what everybody wants, what the world needs. Yeah. He's the Spider-Man of the real world. Yeah. He's the Spider-Man we deserve. If he's not in the MCU, he's in our hearts. Mm-hmm. You like that? Yeah. Put that on a <laughs> put that on a mural. <laughs> <laughs> um, so hey, good on everybody. And Bob's like, I guess we don't need all the money in the world. We'll just take twenty five percent of the profits instead. <laughs> what? Instead of fifty percent of the profits. Um, so I'm gonna give this broca. Yeah, this is a this is a two, Thomas two thumbs up broca. Two thumbs up Thomas right. two thumbs up broca. Tom Holland, my man, I this love is a you. Thomas Ho- this- Thomas Holland two thumbs up broca. Yeah. We should add Tom Holland to the Toms. <laughs> Where would he fit? Very bottom. No, very top. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's it's good that he, it, that Tom Holland uh, took the initiative to do that, and I love him for it. He helped change a lot of uh, things in the world that weren't for the better, and do, by doing this, not not the Amazon burning though. Well said. <laughs> well played. <laughs> um, I my final piece of news for this week. Like I said, I don't really have wow. anything. Wow, so, week. Well, you know what, Alden? Why don't you do the episode notes? Maybe I. You know what? Next time I will do the episode notes. Yeah, and just like you'll do the random segment. Hey, I'm putting it on here. I'm doing the episode notes next time. Okay. <laughs> so when we don't have an episode on time next week, you know how to play. Uh, Red Dead Redemption is finally coming out on PC on November 5th. Holden, don't worry. It will also be available on Google Google Stadia yes! as a launch game for this service. I know you are like, so jacked for that oh, because man. you love cloud gaming. I love Google Stadia. You have no idea. <laughs> I There's ever a man who is against physical discs. Do you remember when... It's Beth- Holden Sutter. Do you remember when Bethesda announced their like streaming thing? No. No one does. They announced a streaming thing like their version of a streaming thing at uh, E3 this year. And I haven't heard anything about it since. I watched that entire Bethesda conference. I don't even remember <laughs> what it's called. I don't know. <laughs> Beth- Bethesda Thon. I don't Bethesda Con. I feel like it was called something stupid like Orion or something like that. Orion. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a famous Ryan. Orion Seacrest. Yeah. Orion Gosling. Orion Gosling. Any other Ryans? There's an Orion in DC Comics. Ryan. He's the son of Darkseid? Question mark. Uh, I guess this is a Broca. Good for people who want to play. Well, I think it's Broca because imagine the insane graphics people are going to have on the highest end computers. People with their like their computers that don't even exist yet. People at NASA are just. It's still going to be running at like 30 frames at NASA (laughs) computers, but like it's going to look really.
fucking good. <laughs> you know it. Oh, great. Now I have to bleep that out. Thanks for making me do extra editing. <laughs> All right. That's Tom's, I guess. Sure is. Hold on, I have a random segment ready. Yes! Uh, surprise, Thank surprise. God. It's more trivia. It's oh, wow. It's, um, this is getting real thrilling. You know what? Maybe if you'd finish <laughs> your random segment, we'd have a different random segment, huh? <sighs> You're not rotten. <laughs> it's a Batman quiz since we're doing Joker this week. Wow. Since there's no Batman in Joker. Spoiler, I is guess. Is there? Oh. <laughs> nope, there's not. <laughs> um, we thought we'd make it up for you by doing a Batman quiz. This is 25 questions. I have no idea how easy or hard it is because I haven't uh, done it yet. Because you can't do it unless it gives you the answers. So, Holden, you ready to go? Oh, I'm, re- I'm ready. I'm ready to go. You're ready to go. All right. Which of the following is not a nickname of Batman, the Dark Knight, the Caped Crusader, the Shadow, the Bat? Is Caped Crusader Superman, or is that Batman? The Caped Crusader is Batman, right? Okay. So the Shadow? The Shadow, right? Yeah. Because in the Arkham games, they go, oh, man, it's the freaking Bat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bat. Was that right? It doesn't Does it tell t- you. It doesn't tell us. Oh, we have oh, to do all the God. questions, and then, oh, man. I wonder if they'll go through all of them at the end. Otherwise, I guess we will. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is turning out really well. Well, there would be a lot of suspense. <laughs> In which comic book did Batman make his first appearance? Detective Comics, Catwoman, World's Finest Comics, Man Bat. Bro, I love Man Bat number one. I bet it's that one. <laughs> it's Detective Comics. Uh, how, when was the first Batman movie released? 1943, 1966, 1989. Now, this might be a trick question because there were Batman serials. Does that count? Well, there's a Batman movie in 1966, right? This is misleading because they have a picture of 1989 Batman. Yeah. But 1966 is the TV movie. But 1943 would be like the time of the serials. Does that count? I don't think so. Let's go with 66. Okay. And it won't tell us. (laughs) The suspense. Uh, In the Flashpoint storyline, who became the Joker? (laughs) Uh, Robin, Martha Wayne, Catwoman, Commissioner Gordon. Do you know? I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm going to say <laughs> Martha Wayne. Maybe Commissioner Martha. Gordon. Maybe Commissioner Gordon? Who became the Joker? Uh, yeah, let's go with Commissioner Gordon. We'll find out, huh? Here, I'll look that one up right now. Why did writers kill off Jason Todd, Robin, in the Batman A Death of the Family storyline? Uh, the character was received poorly and thusly killed off. Wait, what? Is thusly a word? Yeah. The character was received poorly and thusly killed off. It was necessary for Batman's character progression in the story because the fans, because the fans voted to have oh. him killed off. It's the last one. Dang. No, Martha Wayne became his mom. Yeah. Interesting. Wait, Martha. What, what did you pick for that one? <laughs> it's the fans voted. Oh, okay. One. I knew that one. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Well, you just don't know, do you? I don't. You don't? What's the difference if you don't know the difference? Brian Hannigan, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> you don't know who he is. Brian Hannigan. Follow him on Facebook. BrianHannigan.com. Yours truly designed that glorious website. <laughs> <laughs> what is Alfred's last name? Pennyworth, Banner, Remark, Thaddeus. It's 
Pennyworth. There's a new show called Pennyworth. Is it any good? I've never heard anything about it. Probably watching it. In the new 52 relaunch of Batman, how old was Bruce Wayne when he became Batman? 18, 25, 30, 40, 52. That's not on there. I just wanted to say 52. (laughs) I didn't know anything about the new 52, so... Uh, how old was Bruce Wayne when he became Batman? Is he old or young Batman? Is he old or young Batman? Go with 40. 40. Just for the fun Over of it. the hill. At, on, the, on the top of the hill. Is this going? There we go. I got it. Leaving you in suspense. <laughs> in Batman, the animated series, Wayne Manor's address was given. What was it? What? Ooh, <laughs> Why would we know this? 1007 Mountain Drive, Gotham. 107 Cliffside Lane, Gotham. 400 Wayne Enterprises, Wayne Enterprise Drive, Gotham. I love I, Batman the Animated Series, but I don't know this. Uh, I want to go with like 107 Cliffside. That's where I'm going too. If you're playing along, maybe you write down the answers you think it is. I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry, I kind of <laughs> butchered this. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. You want a random segment? It's about quantity over quality here. We've it given, really we've is. We've given you one every the last you know three what? weeks lately. Tommy so. Ward, shout out to you. You keep wanting random segment, so this is what you get. You get what you <laughs> deserve. Not the random segment. You needed the one you deserve, yeah. Tommy. Uh, who does Batman consider the world's most... Wait, no, sorry. Who does, who does Batman consider to be the most dangerous man in the world? Joker, Penguin. Hugo Strange or the Riddler? Almost definitely Joker, right? It's got to be Joker. Yeah. It's not. Well, maybe it's just like in Arkham, he's like, you're the most dangerous man in the world, Hugo Strange. (laughs) In a crossover with Marvel, Batman and what other character were merged into a single unique character? Uh, Black Panther, Moon Knight, Iron Man, Wolverine. I think it's Wolverine. It's not Moon Knight. I think it's Wolverine. Okay. We'll go with Wolverine. I think I know that one. I didn't know that was a thing. Who was the actor that portrayed Batman in the 1966 Batman TV show? Adam West, Robert Wagner, Roger Moore, Kirk Douglas. It's Adam Kirk. West. <laughs> Imagine accomplished Academy Adam Award West. actor Kirk Douglas from the 40s and 50s acting in a Batman TV show. I don't know who Kirk Douglas it's is. It's Michael Douglas's dad. I'm sorry. You know who Michael Douglas is? Yes. Okay. According to Batman Volume 1, number 701, what is Batman's favorite food? Nachos. Mulligatani, mulligatani soup? You know how to say that? No. Mulligatani soup. Hot dogs. Shawarma. Do you think it's that soup? <laughs> like, what is well, that? Well, it's a picture of Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman in a diner. That's from Batman Brave and the Bold. So it's not. That's misleading. I mean, let's I, go I with the soup because yeah, because that's like weird. Because in Batman, what is it, eighty nine or Batman Returns? Alfred comes in, and he's like, "Oh, the soup's cold," and he's like, "It's chowder, sir. It's supposed to be cold." Something like that. Is that in Batman Returns? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's something like that. It's the scene. Which actor has logged the most hours portraying Batman? Ooh, Christian Bale, Adam West, Kevin Conroy. Ooh, probably Kevin Conroy. White, right? Yeah, through the animated series and the Arkham games. Yeah. It's definitely not Christian Bale. What did they even Click on it. I'm clicking. I'm clicking as fast as I can. Which famous band made which famous band made an appearance in the Batman comic books under the name of the Oliver Twists? Don't look it up. (laughs) Don't look it up. Is it the Rolling Stones, the Beach Boys, the Beatles, ABBA? 
ABB. Rolling Stones. I bet it's Rolling Stones. I'm locking it in. I'm I'm looking it up too. <laughs> Where did Harley Quinn first meet the Joker? Arkham Asylum, which is the right answer. Gotham City Police Department at a party held by Bruce Wayne. Gotham General Hospital. Ooh, well, uh, it's Arkham Asylum, right? Yeah, I think so. Harley Quinn is not wearing any clothes in that picture. Yeah, yeah, she is. She's wearing They're pants, very, I guess. You can't see anything. After leaving Batman to operate solo, Dick Grayson became Nightwing, Nighthawk, Bluebird, Batwing. Bluebird. It's Nightwing. He's blue. Blue Ranch. <laughs> blue Ranch. It's Nightwing. Going full circle here. Nightwing's cool, man. Nightwing's cool. He is, than night, he is Nightwing. He's, he is Nightwing. Cool. <laughs> I don't well know. I got, I got shuffled. Well said. Uh, which movie is the Batmobile in the below picture from? Well, it's a picture of the Batman 1989 Batmobile or slat. It's the 1989 one, which is so not Batman and, and Batman, Batman Returns. Returns. Yeah, because it's not. I that one's not the uh, Batman. Well, what is the Bat? I don't know what the Batman. I'm thinking Forever of Batman. One. I know the Batman and Robin one. I don't know if that's the same as the Batman Forever one. Just click on Batman and Batman Returns. Click on it, Jimmy. I'm clicking. <laughs> I don't know what the Batman Forever one looks like now that I think of it. Because the the Batman and Robin one has kind of like ribs on it for like a black of... It's kind of like... I don't know. Look up a picture of it on your phone. You know? Has Batman ever killed with guns? Yes or no? Yes, he has, right? He definitely has. He has to have in some... In some way... In nineteen, in the eighty nine Batman movies, he kills people. And right? Batman v Superman, he kills people. Oh man, I would think so. Why it's not? Let me click. There we go. This website's getting a little goofy. We've got like six, seven questions left here, so we're almost to the end. How many major incarnations of Robin are there? One to three, four to six, seven to ten, ten plus. It's oh, one to this three, is the right? Batman Forever one. Okay, that's the same as the Batman and Robin one. See okay. the, the ribs I'm talking that's, about? That's wild looking. Yeah, it's pretty It's pretty crazy. It's one to three, right? Because it's Dick Grayson, Tim Drake, and Damian Wayne. No, there's more because there's also Maybe. Jason Todd. There's, oh, that's there's right, There's also Jason Todd. the one from Dark Knight Returns, which is the girl one. I don't know that one. Yeah. Is there um, one in Batman Beyond? Should we say no. four to six? Yeah, go to... F- no, I'd go seven to ten, maybe. Four to six. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Four to six. Um, who killed Bruce Wayne's parents? An unnamed criminal, Joe Chill Joker. Well, in the. It's Joe Chill, right? Well, this is a this is a trick question because Joker has done it. Joker did it in the movie, nineteen eighty nine movie. Yeah, and Joe Chill did it in Batman Begins, I believe. So do we go with unnamed criminal? In yeah. The, in the Yeah, I do, an, I do an unnamed criminal. What is the name of the drug that gives Bane his strength? Super serum, Agent Green, Venom. It's Venom. <laughs> That's ironic. <laughs> Cause oh, Tom yeah, because Tom Hardy Bane, played Venom and, and Bane. <laughs> Damn. Wow. This is wild. Epicstream.com. What a great quiz, except you should give your immediate fa- feedback. When on Darkseid's home planet, Apocalypse, Batman had the power to resurrect anyone back to life. Who did he choose? 
Thomas and Martha Wayne, Damian Wayne, Rachel Dawes. Rachel Dawes. <laughs> Is it? No, that's the... That's, Damian Wayne? What's her name from the movies? Yeah. Uh, probably Damian Wayne, right? Right? I don't think he'd pick his parents. I don't think so either. Yeah, I'd pick Damian Wayne. Probably died for some reason. In the Endgame storyline... He wasn't up- in Endgame. <laughs> I didn't see him. <laughs> Uh, who took up the mantle as Batman after Bruce Wayne and the Joker seemingly died? Commissioner Gordon, Dick Grayson, Alfred, Damian Wayne. Dick Grayson? Yeah. I bet it's Dick Grayson. Alfred. <laughs> uh, what is Batman's online screen name? Nightwatch07, John Doe297, B Man37. It would not be B Man. <laughs> That's Harley Quinn. Hey, a B-Man, how's it going? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's uh, back. Do you, which one do you want to go with? Nightwatch. Nightwatch 07. All right, last question. Which item was included in the first appearance of Batman's utility belt in the comic books, the battering, choking gas capsules, grapple gun, bat lasso? It's not grapple gun. It's not grapple gun, definitely. Choking gas bat, I'm going to say bat lasso. That seems like kind of... That just, sounds right. Yeah. Otherwise, it's the Batarang. Yeah. Bat Lasso. All right. We got 60%. That oh, That seems okay. really low. That is really... <laughs> I thought we did better than that. I'm clicking on it. All right. Uh, the Shadow was correct for... Which is not a nickname of Batman. Uh, his first appearance was in Detective Comics. Oh, the first Batman ah, movie was, I was right. So I was lied. right. Martha Wayne was the Joker. Uh, Fans voted to kill Robin off. That's why he died. Got that one. Alfred Pennyworth is his last name. Uh, No, Pennyworth is Alfred's last name. His last name is not Alfred Pennyworth. (laughs) (laughs) Batman was 25 in the new 52 relaunch of Batman. Uh, 1007 Mountain Drive, Gotham is Batman's address. We got that wrong. Hugo Strange is the most dangerous man in the world. <laughs> so he did just say that in Arkham City. <laughs> um, Wolverine, we got that one right, is the uh, they merged into a single character in the yeah. crossover. Adam West played Batman in the 1966 Batman TV show. Mulligatani soup is his yes. favorite food. Yeah, we got that one right. Pick uh, the weird one. Kevin Conroy did the most uh, appearances, whatever, hours portraying Batman. Got that. Uh, the Beatles. Or the Oliver Twists. Mm, interesting. Arkham Asylum. We got that one is where uh, Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn met first met Joker. Uh, Dick Grayson became Nightwing. Got that. Batman and Batman Returns is when the Batmobile's from. We got that one. He has killed with guns. We got that right. Four to six. We got that right. We've got more than 60%. Yeah, Joe, what? It says Joe Chill. Killed that's Batman. just That's just wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> because Joker does it in the 89 version. Joe Chill does it in the in the uh christian bale version so like what's going Maybe on here joe chill what in the comics too i don't thing. know venom is the drug bane gives that gives bane his strength damian wayne is who he brings back to life uh commissioner gordon becomes uh batman, batman. after bruce wayne so dies. we said dame what did we say we said, damian wayne no we said dick grayson dick grayson john doe 297 is his online name and choking gas capsules I, we got more than 60% on that. I feel like we got more than 60% right on that one. Epicstream.com, what are you doing? I don't think they can do math very well. No. 
That's why they have a website with shitty quizzes on it. <laughs> you got them. <laughs> uh, that concludes random segment. Uh, it would be interesting to see if you knew as much about Batman as we did. And what was the thing they were going to email us? Uh, Favorite Doritos. Oh, yeah. Do that. Give us your rankings. At Tom Podcast. Include whatever flavors you want. Yeah. At Tom Podcast at gmail.com. No. Tom Podcast at gmail.com. Tom Podcast at gmail.com. Or let us know on social media. There you go. Tweet at us. Post on Facebook. Do whatever you want, you know. Yeah. It's America. Unless you're not in America. Then I guess you can't do whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Uh, Yeah. That concludes random segment. On to the review. As always, Holden, we start with our non-spoiler review and then get into our spoiler review. So if you... Joker! Joker! So don't worry if you haven't seen it yet. We have our non-spoiler review. Um, However, if you have seen it, you can keep listening. We'll let you know when spoilers start. You should go out and see it, though, because there's a lot to talk about. Uh, First, a synopsis. Forever alone in a crowd, failed comedian Arthur Fleck seeks connection as he walks the streets of Gotham City. Arthur wears two masks, the one he paints for his day job as a clown and the guise he projects in a futile attempt to feel like he's part of the world around him. That's Isolated, bullied, and disregarded by, society, disregarded by society, Fleck begins a slow descent into madness as he transforms into the criminal mastermind known as the Joker. Where do you get these synopses from? From the official synopses on the internet. Each, like where? Every, every film has like an official synopsis you know like literally when you google a movie on the side of the where it has like the google card about why the movie why don't you just go to like imdb because i literally can just type it into google and it gives me the same thing that imdb will i don't know that that whole mask part's pretty on the nose <laughs> i was like i didn't write the synopsis <laughs> you should write a better synopsis you know what, Holden? You're doing the episode notes next week when we do El Camino, Breaking Bad, of an El Camino movie. So, Which is great because I don't know as much about Breaking Bad. So, What's that? I said, which is great because I don't know as much about Breaking Bad as you do. So, Do I know a lot about Breaking Bad? Have you know. have you seen it? I have seen it. Yeah, I've seen it too. I don't really remember it all that well, do you? I don't either. I didn't even remember that that one guy was a character in it. So. Oh. Well, we got off topic. Anyway, Let's Joker, get back to Joker. Huh? Uh, like I said, we were going to have a non-spoiler review. Let's start that now, eh? Overall impressions? Joker? It's really good. Very, very good movie. I really liked it. It met and probably exceeded my expectations a little bit. Um, and, yeah, that's my overall kind of. I really liked it, too. I definitely liked it. I have gripes with it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, same, I, yeah. I, it was not necessarily what I expected it to be, which was interesting. Um, it was definitely, yeah, it was different in some ways for me, too. It was even a little darker than I thought it was oh, yeah. going to be. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's interesting. I'm glad we watched The King of Comedy before we saw it. Um, I wish I would have gotten to see tra- Taxi Driver before I saw it because I heard it's very Yeah, there's a lot of, of that. A lot of things I've been saying about it have said that, like, We'll we'll talk about similarities to Kings of Comedy, but there's a lot of of comedy. King of Comedy, Uh, 
there's apparently We're similar aspects. <laughs> we sure are. <laughs> <laughs> but there's kind of similar aspects with that and with this in Taxi Driver. So there you go. We also have a review of King of Comedy from a few weeks ago. So yeah. go listen to that if you haven't seen that yet or whatever or have seen it. Or watch it. Or watch it and listen to it. It's not on Amazon Prime though anymore. Got taken off. It was on Amazon Prime. That's how I watched it. I totally just like paid for renting them. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it was on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I always forget about Amazon Prime. I did I even check? Man, what am I doing? <laughs> anyway, Joker. Uh, what do you want to talk about, Holden? Um, let's talk about Walking Joe Phoenix? Quinn Phoenix. Joe Quinn Phoenix. Yeah, he's really good in this movie. He's like. It, it's it's like kind of weird because there's certain parts where if it like feels like he's acting but it's just like the character acting like in the context of the situations he's in yeah, as in in the way of like trying to blend in yeah with society yeah because like at first i was kind of like is he like overdoing it like i because like at the beginning of the movie i was like maybe walking phoenix is overdoing it a little bit but like as the movie went on i seemed i like came to the conclusion with like how he became later and stuff i was like oh he's just like that's him like acting acting yeah it's really interesting does joaquin phoenix ever quit acting in public is kind of what i want to know <laughs> uh we can talk about that more we should have talked about that in to- why don't we talk about because well, it's kind of spoiler we i want to say that for a spoiler okay, sure, discussion sure um, it's a Jimmy Kimmel interview thing. Go see the movie, then go watch the Jimmy Kimmel interview with Walking Phoenix. Actually, no. You should watch the interview first, then go see the movie, then watch the re- interview again because you'll get two very different. I think you'll get two very different like opinions on the interview. Then, okay, do whatever you want, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought he was really good as well. Um, yeah, I, I he sold me on the character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arthur Fleck is really interesting because you kind of feel bad for him, but he's also just terrible at the yeah. same time. He starts out crazier than I thought he would be because I thought, based on the trailers and the con- and like the synopsis, I thought he was gonna be it was gonna be like more of like kind of like a mild mannered meek guy going crazy. And I'm kind of glad that that's not what happened, but uh, but like I thought it was gonna be more of like. He's like just kind of a normal shy guy and a lot of bad things happen to him. That's where I kind of disagree. I don't think, and I think a lot of the reviews that I read that were more negative talked about him kind of being a normal person. I don't think Arthur Fleck is like an average Joe. No, he's not. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay, saying that's, that's what right. I thought. That's what I thought it that's was going to going be. To, okay. But the, but he's not. Yeah. Okay. And that surprised me. That surprised me a little bit too. And I think some people like didn't catch that for some reason. I I read no, usually right? I don't read very many reviews, but like I just wanted to see what what people didn't like about this movie. Right, right from the beginning, he's pretty apparently to to me. I don't know why people wouldn't see it. He's pretty apparently just a guy like on the edge of ins- insanity and like trying to hold on to like reality and stuff. Um, yeah. What what did you think of like this world, Gotham City, this environment? I think it's pretty good. It's not like it's not like stylized, go- super stylized Gotham like Batman eighty nine or anything like that. But it's very like gross Gotham, which is 
a pretty good Gotham. Gotham is a pretty well, gross it's, place. It's 1970s New York City. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, that's what it is. Like, they're not, <laughs> it's like, they're not even trying to hide it at this point. Yeah. Like, the especially only, with the nods to Taxi Driver and the King of Comedy. I mean, the only ways that it's like Gotham is like with like the names of places and stuff. Yeah. And like the Gotham News Report yeah, on the like radio. Thomas Wayne being there, you know? Yeah. That sort of thing. Uh, this movie's beautiful. I mean, mm-hmm. from a cinematography standpoint, which is interesting. It's not the full cinematic aspect ratio, I believe. I don't is know it if not? it was like 16 by 9. No, there were definitely like black bars on the right and left of oh, our I guess I didn't screening. Huh. Yeah, it's a little bit more, which is kind of a nod to that era of filmmaking as well. Because mm-hmm. like when we watch the game comedy, that's not the cinematic aspect ratio. Which, no. if you're confused by what I'm saying, it means like literally the movie looks wider than it is. There's, yeah. It's the ratio of the width of the of the screen to the height of the screen or the length of the screen to the height of the screen is greater so it's wider yeah um this movie was not as wide as like the very cinematic modern movies of like the as your you know avengers end game yeah is like that pretty much schlock pretty much this is a tasteful movie (laughs) (laughs) uh pretty much every movie made anymore is the cinematic mm. aspect ratio this is not this is 16 by 9 which is interesting i don't like that as much but um i still thought this was a beautiful movie regardless yeah it definitely is it's 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 not like i don't think it's partic- i don't think it's like super outstanding or anything but it's just like very nice the cinematography yeah i think it's pretty outstanding okay I mean, I don't really have any problems with it, but I mean, I, and there's definitely some good shots and stuff, but I didn't think it was like the best. Okay. (laughs) Uh, score. What did you think? I really like the score. I am. I, I thought it was a little pretentious at times when it's like, it's kind of like that minimalistic kind of like harsh strings where it's like, well okay you know like a very loud strums of a cello i i I thought it was just a little overstated in quieter moments but when but when it needed to be kind of take more of the like when it swelled it didn't overdo the swelling and i thought it was perfectly fit that way but i thought in the quieter moments it was just a little overstated for my taste anyway that's a completely objective thing i liked it because the music to me like kind of evolved alongside the character in the movie yeah because as like at the beginning of the movie you're right it is fairly minimalistic it is i guess pretentious quote unquote or whatever but um it as the movie goes on it gets louder to a point where i would almost have a problem with it if it wasn't like fitting for the movie i felt like where it was like really loud really worked yeah i I thought i liked it the more the movie went on i would Mm -hmm. say i the soundtrack so the score is like the written composition specifically Mm -hmm. for this movie the original score yeah that like you know like a john williams would do for like star wars you know something the soundtrack is like a the combination of like all the music in a movie including pre-written works yeah which I didn't necessarily like the soundtrack of this movie. There's one song in particular that I even told you right after we yeah, saw it. That that's I, honestly my only problem. I thought all the other songs were fine. Which is too... Because it's literally like 
the peak almost character moment one of the peak character moments for walking phoenix in this movie i think yeah i think the song selection there is just like really pretty dumb yeah it completely took me out of the movie yeah, yeah i agree uh so we'll score. talk about that a bit okay. uh pacing i thought this movie was incredibly well paced i didn't i mean it was i thought it was a very tight two hours mm-hmm. didn't feel the length at all didn't no. feel it drag anywhere i thought if anything it picked up faster than i thought it was going to oh it definitely did i thought it was going to meander a lot more than it did but a certain event happens a lot earlier i think yeah i i agree with you in that um what do you think of like the supporting cast Uh, i think they're pretty good overall um i mean they they, none of them have nearly as much to do as uh as uh, joaquin phoenix does um What's her name? Who plays the mom? Is pretty good, especially as you find more things out about her. I think she's pretty Ooh, mysterious. Good. Ooh, mysterious spoilers, um, but um, no, she's she's good. She's good as Arthur's mom. Uh, neighbors as he beats. Um, she doesn't really do a the lot. Love in the interest, movie. if you will. Yeah, the love interest. She's good. Um, I don't know. Thomas Wayne was good. I I quite like Thomas Wayne actually. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't really have than Alec Baldwin would have been. I feel like they they could have been interchangeable. <laughs> he he seemed to Except be doing a pretty hard Alec Baldwin. He seemed like almost Alec Baldwin. Yeah, um, Robert De Niro's great. He's probably the, I mean he's the best supporting character. I think I would say so. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Especially in regards to like after seeing The King of Comedy, it just kind of enhanced that whole role for me. Yeah. Um, I was I was kind of. This isn't. I'm. This isn't really a spoiler because I doubt most people would notice. But apparently, um, at one point in the movie, when you're when you watch like an episode of the show or whatever, and a guest comes on, it's played by actor Justin Thoreau, who's the main character in The Leftovers, and it's just like a cameo. But like, I didn't notice it. I saw. I read that afterwards. The main. The intro is. What did? What was it? Sorry. No, uh, when, the, when when, he, oh, the person who introduces him. No, no. It's it's just a guest on the show. Oh, okay. Is played by Justin Thoreau. So, he's also that one guy in the Last Jedi. Yeah, with the, the master code breaker. The master code breaker <laughs> with the whatever. another cameo. Master and he's of like cameos. Gambling. He's like blowing the dice or whatever. He's a good actor, but he's, yeah. I don't know. I didn't have any butts. I just said butt. <laughs> um, anything else that comes off the top? It's hard to. I want to say so much about this movie, but I'm like, what do I want to say non-spoiler wise? Mm-hmm. Other than I liked it. Walking Phoenix is good. It's beautiful. Score pretty good. You yeah, know? it's it's hard to talk about a lot of the uh, other stuff. I, um, was, I was surprised at how surprised I was by the movie. If that yeah. makes any sense. There's a lot of stuff that's pretty predictable, but there's a lot yeah. of it that's like okay. Um, I I I talked about this. I love the Joker costume. That's really yeah, I good. Like the, I like the Joker costume. I like the Joker laugh. And yeah. They, how they kind of gave the laugh a backstory. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting. I think it's it, kind of a, we probably won't say. I'm not going to no, say. we won't it, say. No, I was just saying, I thought that was interesting how that, I didn't see that stuff coming. No, I didn't either. Um, I just, yeah, Walking Phoenix did such a good job. Do you have any gripes you want to mention here that aren't mm. spoilery? Are your no. what, like where would your gripes be if you have them? My gri- my only really gripes with this movie are uh, like a few 
things that I feel like I have to talk about in the spoilers. Um, like, are they like plot based? Are they they're like plot based? I want to talk about that song thing. I feel like the the ending could have end. There there were a few final shots. Yeah, I think I think there was the very ending wasn't necessary. I I don't mind the fine. I don't mind the very ending, and that 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 doesn't really even factor into it. I just feel like there was a lot during the last ten minutes or so that could have just been the end. Yeah, and it kept like almost ending, but then just not. What was did I say? That? It chapter two. Yeah, it chapter two. It wasn't as bad as it chapter two for me anyway. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, <laughs> Return of the King. Oh my goodness. Uh, I one of my gripes with this is so. I, in terms of like if they're trying to do social commentary one of the things that breaks down for me is that everybody in gotham city is just so mean in this movie yeah everybody that you kind of interact with is just mean and it's like unprovoked bullying really and like well, just i don't know i kind of like agree, it's but just like, like oh you're a clown i'm gonna beat you up yeah. Oh, well, you're a clown. I'm also gonna beat you up. I really. Oh, my, you're a clown. Quit messing here with my kid. Well, I really only think. I think there's like two instances of that, maybe, but I think the rest of it is pretty justified. I think people are just like really mean in this movie for no particularly good reason. I'm not sure. I, th- I you mentioned that right after we saw the movie, and I thought about it. And I'm like, I'm not sure. I fully agree with that. Okay. Maybe you're just more cynical than I am. I, I certainly am more cynical than you are. <laughs> um, I definitely think certain thematic elements and certain themes of this. That's the, I just said the same thing twice. <laughs> Some themes work better in this movie than others. I th- I interpreted the movie a certain way, which some reviewers have and some reviewers have not at all. And okay. I think the reviewers who have interpreted the way I've interpreted like it more than reviewers who interpreted it a different way um, without getting into like what the themes of this sure. movie potentially are, which we'll talk about in spoilers. Anything else, anything else you want to add before we get into our ratings? No, I think we should get into spoilers well, after our ratings. After our ratings. You got a rating? My final rating of Joker what did I give it on Letterboxd? <laughs> Here's me <laughs> plugging my Letterboxd again. By the way, I figured out my Letterboxd account. It's Mr. Freeman 98. Morgan so Freeman. Uh, so check out Mr. Freeman 98 on you Letterboxd. You get busy living or you get busy <laughs> Letterboxd. And you can just see my comprehensive or like worked on list of movie uh, ratings. Okay. I have a- <laughs> Would you quit being pretentious and tell us your, Are you going to use the word juxtaposition uh, now? Not yet. Just not, gonna, I, there's still time. <laughs> I it. might throw it in I there. I see it. You're holding it. You're um, saving it for later. Uh, I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8.5 out of 10, okay. I think. Um, I liked it a lot. I think I liked it a little more than you did. Yeah, maybe. Um, you know, And that might be because I haven't seen Taxi Driver yet. And maybe if I saw Taxi Driver, I'd be like, oh, it just was a big ripoff of Taxi Driver. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get into spoilers, huh? Woot. Holden, what do you want to talk about first? Spoiler. You always wise. hand me the reins of yeah. spoiler talk. The reins of Castamere. The reins of Castamere. Um, let's talk... I don't know. I want you to decide this time because I don't know where Let's I want to start with Let's talk about the song. That. Okay. Uh, yeah, they play the Hey song in the in like the na, famous na, looking. Na, 
Hey, they played that song during the uh, the part like where the Joker's dancing on the stairs, you know, yeah. in, his, in his clown costume. Like I was wait, I was imagining that was gonna be the iconic moment from this movie, and that like completely ruined it. No, for me. I have a couple other iconic moments now. Though. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I thought that was There's gonna be like really... the Rocky, you know, yeah, gonna fly now. It's I still waiting. like it's it's. I it's, was I was just from the like the music we heard in the trailers. Mm-hmm. And the score up to that point, like I liked the score more and more as the movie went on. I was looking forward so much to that scene because I knew that was kind of going to be when he like feels totally like the Joker, or you know, all, you know, is getting to the point he feels like the Joker finally. Mm-hmm. He has that kind of swagger and confidence. Yeah. And then it was the Hey song, and I was like, oh. <laughs> and it wasn't even that long. It was like thirty seconds. Yeah. It. And then it trans, and then it kind of went back into the original score, kind of like haphazardly too. It wasn't like a. And then the detectives are like, "Hey, Arthur," and he's like, "Gotta run, (laughs) (laughs) gotta go back on the subway with all the clowns." Uh, This movie did not work for me in the in terms of like class conflict. Uh, Like I think they didn't. If they were, if they tried to make this a movie about class conflict, I didn't think, I don't think it works as, as that at all. Like, I didn't feel really. I'm not even sure if it tries to though. So like th- necessarily. That's my, that's my thinking too. I was like, I don't really think that was the point of the movie, which is weird that they kind of lean into it. Well, it's like a catalyst. Like a lot of class, class uh, conflict is the catalyst for the uh, the plot. Some of the plot in this movie, the but. Yeah. yeah, but like I don't, I don't think it's really necessarily the thematic focal point. I don't either. Um, I think that's where a lot of the reviewers really didn't like it. Yeah, uh, is for that they were like they didn't say anything about that, and I agree. They did. They literally there's yeah. like no, there's obviously no opinion about the ca- class conflict that they interject in there. Um, so from that standpoint, I didn't. Like there was no value to that. Uh, for me, the way I interpreted it was, this is what happens when you ignore mental health as like a serious issue mm-hmm. in in contemporary society, and you alienate people and they become dangerous. Like, yeah, if you don't have the right proper support for them, like you make like the joker you know isn't isn't that a little bit ironic that that's the theme of the movie and people want to ban this movie being shown <laughs> and blame blame it for uh for like gun violence <laughs> yeah um and some i read i think it was the variety review today that was like that's just like the conservative cop-out for not banning guns i'm like okay so Don Phillips is this huge conservative guy. No. I, I didn't. I was like, well, can it can it be like I don't want to get political, but no, like, no. Um, I didn't see this as an anti-gun banning movie. No, it's not. I don't. <laughs> I think the whole argument are, against it is so dumb. I think people are just trying to find controversy in this movie at this I, point. I uh, did you? I think it's a pretty easy thing to get behind. Is hey, mentally. Uh, like instable, mentally unstable people should be cared for. Like you should yeah. not just th- don't just like throw them away. Don't just cut the funding to help them. You know. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> like, don't alienate them. Did you see, there was, I saw a picture online, I don't know if it was real, but it was like a sign at some movie theater that was saying that due to, like, like, con like danger concerns, they weren't allowing anyone without, like, an, in to see it without another person or something. Interesting. Yeah. Um... This this movie is really dark. To be yeah, fair. like it is, it is. It makes the Dark Knight look like you know the Wiggles. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it, Dark Dark Knight has like has dark stuff in it, but this is like it just goes yeah. like really deep. And it, I mean, aside from it is violent, not as violent as I may have thought it. Or it, was I thought it was more going violent than I thought it was going to be. Like it's pretty okay. graphic. Well, it is graphic. I but you I, really feel the violence mm -hmm. too. Like it is. But even beyond Intense. that, like, the way it, it talks about, like, Arthur's past and, like, how his whole, like, laughing condition and stuff is just I due really to, like, physical that. abuse and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, and neglect from his mom. I was like, shit. <laughs> Damn. I really liked... I like that, too. I liked yeah. how he thought, like, it was a condition, but it was mm. basically kind of how he dealt with abuse. One of the things I, I really liked... Um, and even like Jimmy Fallon brought this up in his interview. I think it was Jimmy Fallon with uh, Walking Phoenix was the the scenes when uh, Arthur is sitting in the comedy club. It, not when he's doing his routine, but he's when he's sitting in the comedy club and he's like laughing in the wrong spots. Yeah, he's laughing at the, the stuff jokes. that isn't the, like the the funny parts. Yeah, and he's got like that really like loud, obvious laugh too. I really liked that. Yeah, was, like how he doesn't fit in and. Yeah. I loved how his handwriting was, like, all messy and weird, too. Yeah, it was just, like, crappy handwriting. Um, that that leads into, like, me... I, re I really liked the uncomfortableness of this movie, which uh, I think is an, is an aspect that was influenced by The King of Comedy and probably Taxi Driver, too. Um, but I liked... I really liked the scene where he's, he's doing his stand-up I think that scene's really good because it's just like I I hated sitting through oh, it. Oh yeah, I was because he's it's he's so just silent. up there and he's laughing. He like he can't. I mean, he has a condition. He like can't stop laughing and get the joke out. It's just like you feel for him in that moment. Yeah, and I love the whole how they did the the king of comedy of what's real, what's not real, what's mm -hmm. in his head, kind of the imaginative when he's in the audience for the yeah the first time and that and was like felt straight out of king and comedy in like the best way possible not like a ripoff but like as like the and for the most part most of the scenes are like they do a pretty good job of not making it clear either i think for a lot of it because yes. there's there's some of it some of it like towards the end of the, yeah and towards the end of the movie though there's some stuff that i feel like could be fake which scenes in particular? I think like the very last scene could be fake. Maybe not him meeting with the the orderly, but like him running through the hall. I think that could be fake. Maybe. Um, Some people interpreted like I read. I think it was a Collider review where they thought the end scene meant like it was all inside his head the whole time. I was yeah, like, there's some. I well, I, I was not. I was I almost got, worried that was going to happen. But like. I kind of thought that at first, but I'm like, no, I'm pretty sure this tis just takes place after he's apprehended. Yeah, which is still my interpret. Like, if it's if it is all in his head, then that's stupid. Because he's like, because so well, at the end, he's way. like laughing, thinking about Bruce Wayne. 
and then I, I read a comment actually to that Collider article. It was an interpretation that they thought it was him laughing at the irony that he it was like something along the lines of he created Batman. Like he somehow knew that he had like created Batman because he caused the stuff that ended up killing Bruce Wayne's parents and then he and Batman were gonna be just caught in this cyclical thing that Batman. That's what I had Joker been, That's a lot of what I had been seeing too. And people interpreting and how it that, that just the irony of that, and because Joker always takes pleasure in that. And yeah. Then he thinks that's hilarious, and he's like, "Oh no, you won't get the joke." I like that interpretation a lot. It yeah. doesn't really make sense because he doesn't know Batman exists yet, unless this is a long time later. I think I think he's he maybe not laughing about about Batman itself, but laughing about just Bruce Wayne's parents dying and like the the fact that he caused that boy a lot of trauma similar to what he's he faced and stuff yeah which is that whole like dark humor humor is subjective yeah um we oh we can talk about we neither me or jimmy really thought they needed to show his bruce wayne's parents dying yeah it was kind of unnecessary like we've seen seen it a billion times thought you could have just implied it there in the alley you see the guy walk into the alley yeah like it it could have just been implied you know what happens um it wasn't as bad as like the oh you don't have a last name how about han solo yeah it wasn't as bad as that but it wasn't very long. It wasn't like drawn no. out. So like, it, but it, it definitely didn't add anything for no. me. It was a it took me out of the movie just a little bit during the end. Do you um, have like a favorite part of this movie? I do really like him getting on top of the cop car at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I really like that part, and that's a part I like the more I think about it. Um, I that's why like as much as i don't have a problem with the hospital scene at the end i almost wish it ended there i thought it should have ended there yeah yeah um but i don't know i like the whole talk show scene i think that's great um, i think it's a little predictable but still, yeah, yeah but i it, you, it's still impactful i, just I think like, like how, what's being said is good i like how they set up like what he plans on happening and yeah. then like immediately you see it's not happening you're yeah. like oh boy Murray um, Murray Franklin's about oh to boy. be in trouble. Yeah, I probably those probably just like the third act as my favorite part. Yeah, um, just kind of in general. I yeah. Um, the yeah the talk show scene is great. <laughs> I Robert, we, we want to make the comparison to the Rupert Pumpkin, or oh, I was gonna say to the Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, the Jimmy Kimmel interview. So yeah, so we watched this movie. Then there's this Jimmy Kimmel interview, and I'm like, I watch it, and I was like, wow, this is really uncomfortable, and has very uncanny parallels to the talk show scene in the movie. I'm like, Holden, you got to see this. And then Holden looked a little more into it, and he's like, these uncanny parallels might be intentional. Yeah. And so apparently, Walking Phoenix's publicist, I looked at the article too, and had stated that this was kind of all planned and even like uh todd phillips had mentioned like a month ago he's like oh man if joaquin phoenix just like something goes down on jimmy kimmel like he's totally my guy you know basically jimmy kimmel showed this clip a supposed outtake of uh uh joaquin phoenix filming a scene where he's like swearing off and like 
basically just yelling at the cinematographer, right? Yeah, I think so. Um, the cinematographer of the movie because he keeps like interrupting him or something or bothering and him. And whispering on set. Yeah. And, um, and Joaquin Phoenix played it off like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Like, like I, I feel I, bad. I had about no idea this was going to happen. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I got to make this public apology. Now. It's really He's, awkward. Yeah, it is. But apparently, apparently it was because it's, it's just like a hoax. Like, yeah, because Joaquin it, Phoenix was in on the joke. After watching the movie, there's like a lot of parallels to just like how because how uh, Marie Franklin treats um, Arthur to how Jimmy Kimmel treats Joaquin. Yeah. Phoenix. And so it's probably just it's probably just that. And then it just like it didn't land because like. I mean, everyone. It's not funny. No, it's not like, funny. It's not funny at all. No one like everyone's mad at Jimmy Kimmel for it, and the reason is is because no one knows that scene's in the movie. Like, I mean, you can expect he's going on the talk show, but like, no one knows how that scene plays out before seeing the movie. So, like, I just like, like it's so bizarre. Yeah, it is so bizarre. I do not like it. No, it's so weird. <laughs> like, it's crazy, man. So yeah. If, Hopefully you've seen the movie since you're listening to this. That interview review, gets a bombadil. But you should watch the interview, and I, I like I don't know why Jimmy Kimmel would agree to do it. No, because he just looks like a total. Yeah, he looks like an asshole. Yeah. he's like laughing at him the whole time. Like the whole like uh, when he talks about uh, break dancing, and he's like, "You're joking about it, but it was serious to me." And it's like, "Oh my gosh, are you Arthur Fleck? Like, yeah. you're gonna kill Jimmy Kimmel right now?" <laughs> um, it's just it's yeah. so bizarre. And Walking Phoenix is a very mysterious man, and this just adds to that. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? Um, I th- I didn't like how obvious they made the fact that his girlfriend was. Like, oh not yeah, that's really... right. We talked about that. Yeah. Not necessarily as the movie was happening, because you kind of get the feeling like this is too good to be true. Yeah, he like just randomly he, like goes in and kisses her. Yeah, like, that's that's not how relationships no. work. <laughs> they had talked like once prior I in that the is movie. Sexual assault. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so we didn't mind that twist. It was just like, they. She's like, oh my gosh, you're the neighbor down the hall, right? Like yeah. that's all you need. Yeah, when he you don't need a flashback showing him sitting alone in all those situations. Yeah, that was just like, okay, definitely just spoon feeding the audience now. Yeah. Um, but overall i like that twist i I love the whole like what's real what's not real unreliable narrator thing like i i like that yeah there's we can talk about that one scene that's literally just a king of a king of comedy scene at the beginning of the movie where he imagines himself in the Mm -hmm. audience of the uh the talk show that's a scene that's like could be just ripped straight from the king of comedy but like in the best way yeah no it's 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 a good scene but after having seen that movie it's like yeah, it's obviously just influenced very heavily by that. And I think it's a little bit better done in King of Comedy, but yeah, I mean, it works here, definitely. Mm-hmm. It's done more in the King of Comedy, too. Like, that's not a thing that... Ha- that's a, pretty much a one-time thing in this movie. I mean, overall, I enjoyed this movie. There were... I did read one review where they kind of interpreted the violence in this movie as based off certain historical events... Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know enough about this those historical events 
now or before we're seeing it to make my uh make my judgment on that and i don't know if todd phillips was like if it appeared like he was intentionally trying to do that sure and for them i think it was the variety article again for them those interpretations of the historic events if he intended to do that was really like horrific and terrible and like very skewed and stuff i'm like well maybe just accidentally drew parallels with those things on accident yeah i said accident twice (laughs) don't worry about it (laughs) uh anything else to add are we done with the joker joker um oh i i just wanted to mention that scene where he kills the guy in his apartment (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) that's very graphic yeah but and, then, I also, and then the guy can't get to the open the yeah, door. Yeah, I liked That's that too. So awkward. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the funniest part of the movie is when his gun falls out when he's in the children. Yeah. <laughs> that is. That's a pretty funny dark that, humor moment. Yeah, I was like, oh. and then he and he's like, shh, <laughs> all the kids. Yeah, I, this movie had some funny moments. <laughs> I also, I was, I thought that scene in the apartment was so funny because Joker's just like, oh yeah, I'll get the door for you. You've been soon. That's even nice to me. Like, yeah. don't worry, I'm not gonna hurt. I'm you. not gonna hurt you. Can you do me a favor? Could you call me Joker? <laughs> Surprisingly, that I I don't have a problem with that line. Like I. Like I, I think those. I lines, think it's better. Do you think it's better that they put it in the trailer so it's not like feels so on the nose in the movie? Yeah, maybe. It might be. I don't. I like. It did not bother me at all in the movie because I, I constantly make fun of things like that, like how an Aquaman literally every single villain is like, "Call me Black Manta" and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that, but like it was done well here. There you go. That's all I've done. I think that's all I've got. All right, Alden. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? No, what are you doing? What are you doing? What you been up to there, Alden Sutter? Oh, Jimmy Youthy. Um I've been I've been I've been doing some stuff. I've been watching some things. Um I last night just watched I, I'd watched it a long time ago, but I didn't remember a lot. I watched the Coen Brothers remake of True Grit, starring Jeff Bridges as Jeff Bridges. Um, that's really good. Have you seen that, Jimmy? Which one? True Grit. I've the not remake. seen the remake. It's you rewatched it? I yeah. Well, I had watched it probably like a year after it came out, so that was like eight years ago. I didn't really remember it very well. It's really good, Jimmy. You should watch it. Stop I, being distracted by your goddamn phone. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, no, it's it's a really good movie. It's I I'm not like huge on westerns or anything, but this one's pretty entertaining. It's got Matt Damon, Jeff Bridges, um, uh, Josh Brolin, and Haley Steinfeld's first big role, I think. So yeah, I want to see it. It's on my watch list. Yeah, you know. it's good. Um, at least I've seen The Matrix it's, now. Yeah, well, you haven't seen True Grit, so what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> um, what else? I watched 
I've been watching more South Park, classic South Park. I finally finished. Copycat. Yeah, right. I was watching South Park first. I finally. uh, Before anybody. (laughs) (laughs) You were the first one. (laughs) The first one. Somehow they made like 23 seasons before it with no one watching it before you did. Um, I finally finished Mindhunter season two and boy, it's really good. I, I'm kind of upset that like I kept taking gaps, but I just kept getting distracted with like like stupid schoolwork, you know, getting my stuff done. Um, but also like just, I, I would never feel like I had time to watch an hour long episode. So I would watch a half hour, you know, like South Park or something. Um, but Mindhunter season two, really very good. Um, almost on a dark crystal. I uh, got one more episode left of that. That's so good. Um, Big Mouth season three. Have you ever watched Big Mouth, Jimmy? Nope. Big Mouth's really funny. I'm not sure if you'd find it funny. But it's pretty funny. Um, it's do you know the like what Big Mouth's about? I someone literally told me like yesterday, and I don't remember. It, Big Mouth is pretty much just about like these middle schoolers uh, going puberty. through puberty yeah, and stuff, it. but it's all like represented by like hormone monsters and stuff that they uh, have following them around and stuff. And lots of hijinks ensue, and it's pretty funny, and it's it's really well like. I think representative of what like puberty's like and kind of this more fantastical way. Know? Yeah. <laughs> Got me good, Jimmy. <laughs> I haven't gone through puberty yet. Um and then I think um Oh, I watched I've started watching have you heard of the show Undone on Amazon? Nope. Okay. It's the show um starring the girl who plays Alita in Alita Battle Angel. <laughs> Interesting. Um and Bob Odenkirk's in it. So Saul Goodman himself. Uh, and it's all—it's an animated show, but it's rotoscoped animation. You know oh, what that is? Yeah. It's all rotoscoped animation, and it's about like she's this uh, girl, or well, she's 28, I guess. So this woman who um, she gets in a car accident, and after being in this car accident, she finds that she can kind of like move through time differently unlike other people can and uh like the spirit of her dad is like helping her try to figure out who killed her dad because her dad died when she was like eight or something it's really interesting and it's animated beautifully i think rotoscope animation is like really really cool it was a little distracting at first but i think it works really well for the series especially with how they Mm. as how they meld like just like time flowing and stuff it couldn't have been done with live action uh very well um, but that's a show that has like a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. It's pretty mm. good. It's only eight episodes, each are a half hour long. Um, I'm three episodes in right now, but yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I've been watching a little bit of South Park, not a ton. I haven't watched the last couple of days because I've been watching, <laughs> watching the Minnesota Twins absolutely just choke just in the playoffs bomb. against the New York Yankees. You could really translate that to any other year the Twins are in the playoffs. <laughs> MLB record 15 games in a row they've lost in the postseason now. I have been fortunate enough to watch 12 of those games ever since I've been a fan. It's been pretty traumatizing. I'm <laughs> pretty upset about it. It's alright. Still, it's it's a best of five series. They're down 0-2. So they're still alive. <laughs> they are. But they're screwed. So <laughs> they played an art tomorrow night. And, uh, you know, it's not over till it's over, but it's over. So <laughs> we'll um, see, Jimmy. They'll come back. So, yeah. So I'm a big Twins fan. My favorite football team is the Indianapolis Colts. And they're playing the 
it's Sunday night. We're recording. It's Sunday night football. They're playing the Chiefs. So I'm like, hey, I can record. They're going to get blown up by the Chiefs. And here they are winning in the fourth quarter. Oh, wow. On the road in Kansas City. It'd be like the one of the bigger NFL upsets of the year so far. But it will end up being one. So I was, well, I'm like, well, there we go. I don't get to watch my favorite, my sports team, and they go and they're winning. So Because he's here recording That's this. why I was looking at my phone when Oldham was yelling at me. <laughs> And my sister keeps texting me like, "You gotta turn on the Colts game." I'm like, "I'm what? I'm watching a podcast. I'm recording a podcast." <laughs> Sorry, other you've got that, your career. You're working other than my right boring now. sports stuff. <laughs> uh, I have been playing Arkham Knight mm-hmm. as a break from homework. That's why I, I like to just like to siphon off like little pockets of time where I can just enjoy things. I did all the Season of Infamy side stuff. Oh yeah, and I have every. I have all the other side stuff except the Riddler done. Uh, and I just have, like, the last mission in the story. I've played it through before, so I know it's, like, the last mission in the story. Thinking about doing all the Riddler trophies, but I think I'm not going to do it just because I want to play The Last of Us again before The Last of Us 2 comes out. This guy's a wuss. I did all the Riddler trophies. Um, I've also I've played the story, like, five times, though, so you haven't done that. Uh, but I just want to play The Last of Us, man. I replayed, I was telling Holden, I replayed just like the part where you're in the building towards the beginning of the game in Boston. Everything's like decrepit and the buildings are about to fall over. Mm. I love that game, man. I just, I was playing it. I'm like, I got to get back into this. Got to play it game, again. From what I remember. <laughs> it's better than God of War. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Two very, very good games. Yes. Although I think uh, Last of Us is a little bit better. No, no. Well, at least The Last of Us 2 will be better. No. <laughs> we'll see about that, Jimmy. We'll see about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm thinking if I had done anything else this week. Uh, I, we said earlier, but um, El Camino, a Breaking Bad movie, will be our movie next week. It will. And then the week after that, there's like three movies coming out. So we got to decide what we're going to do, I think. We need it's to have an order of operations. Order of op, good old Pem does. Yeah, we'll plug We've that got, into Pem does. Yeah, we'll have Zombie Land, Lighthouse, and uh, another uh, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit, and I want to see all three of those. Yeah, I really want to. see You still the need Lighthouse. to see the first Zombie Land, right? How long have we been on this rock, <laughs> Baka? <laughs> beat up, beat up Baka. Now he's with Batman. <laughs> he is it's green goblin and batman which is funny because as a kid i always wanted a green goblin batman movie well now we're in a way it. i got and my childhood we dream. certainly are not <laughs> <laughs> certainly is not that i saw another trailer for that where they're like talking about a seagull it's pretty interesting okay i've only I, seen the first trailer and I'm, i know i think i'm I, sticking i, to I don't want to i didn't really want to see it it just came up and i and i just watched it i shouldn't have I'm God really damn. excited for it. I want to watch that one first. The whole one's watch Zombieland first, so maybe we'll do that one first. I just think I just think more people would like to know about Zombieland more than the Lighthouse. You can email us and let us know if you disagree. We'll get to both, but I think Zombieland would be I a more higher in demand thing at first. But I think if we did the Lighthouse, we get those niche. Regardless, podcast I th- listeners who like you when you say juxtaposition while you eat Doritos. That's true. All right. Well, we'll consider it. Regardless, we're going to have to see two of those movies in one week because I think after that, there's another. We have two weeks, and then I think there's another movie coming. Frozen out. 2. I think it's Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. 
So Breaking Bad and El Camino movie is yep. next week. Will uh, it be good? Probably. When we do have a gap week, you can recommend a movie to us. Next in the queue is Wild Hogs. Thanks to our good old friend, Cole Corbett. Thanks for the review, Cole. You're not listening to this. Well, I'm not even giving you a shout out. <laughs> uh, but if you want to give us a five-star review on iTunes or, or wherever you listen to this podcast, suggest you could last sentence. Tell us what you like about the show, first and foremost. But then end it with a question. Wouldn't it be great if they reviewed blank, insert your movie there, and we'll add it to the queue of movies we will review during the gap week. Uh, another way you can do it is you can subscribe to our Patreon. We'll see it. You can just do it for a month if you'd like. Uh, and then you can email us, podcast at gmail.com. Tell us that you did it. We can check. And uh, and then we w- then let us know what you want us to uh, review. We certainly will listen to those recommendations. That's what we do. Yeah, you can be a good movie. You can be Wild Hogs. It's <laughs> <laughs> so whatever we're subject to whatever you make us. Watch. Also, don't just like spam the same movie because we're not going to do the same movie again. No, I don't want to get a no, bunch of wild. Gonna, I don't want to get a bunch of wild. No, hogs we're not going to redo movies. Once we do them, we do them. Yeah. So don't want to waste your iTunes review. <laughs> Shrek 2 we already did it it's last week as fun as that was (laughs) all the social media links are in the description we'll see you next week adios pantalones love you